Good morning, Chicago, and welcome in to the Cap and Jayhood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, and we got you for this three-hour ride with open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Thanks for watching the show on YouTube and on Twitch as well, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Roger Goodell, every year at this time, does his uh, State of the foot, Football League address. You could say State of the State address and answers all the questions that need to be answered regarding the NFL as we're here for Super Bowl week. And the great Jared Payton asked a interesting question regarding the Bears' new stadium. Now, before we hear the, from the commissioner, Jared Payton asked the question, though, Jay Moore, Right. Jay Moore asked, it was, it was, Jared Payton asked the question, yes. He did. So he did ask the question to Roger Goodell, yes. Well, before we get there, though, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about where we are with the stadium. And I still believe that Arlington Heights is a spot for the Bears. Again, I think that, I think there's a lot of uh, negotiation, a lot of politics back and forth on whether or not it's going to be at Soldier Field or in Chicago or Arlington Heights, but it just seems to me that Arlington Heights will be the spot. Yeah, I'm with you that they've got to figure out a way to make it work there because if you want to have a destination with all that space to tailgate and all the attractions and all the things you can put with it, you can't fit all that downtown. How, do you, how does building in the south lot solve the issues other than you'll have a modern stadium and it will be domed? How does that solve all the other issues that people complain about going to Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. Lack of parking, how long it takes to get in and get out. Arlington Heights, you've got uh, acres and acres of space to be able to do what you want to do. Yeah, I, I still can't believe that Arlington Heights is going to screw this up. I can't believe it. I feel like Kevin Warren... Again, I'm not. We're not deep seated into it, Cap. I just think we when you see these negotiations where there's someone that is in place and they say yes, it'd be hard to leave Chicago or leave the place it's been. But you know, we're going to try to negotiate. But I feel like it's a little politics there. Where I really believe that Arlington Heights is going to be the spot. So Roger Goodell was asked this by Jared Payton. Jared asked the question on the importance of the Bears' dome, new stadium, and hosting a Super Bowl in the future. And uh, the commissioner said... I think it's important to the Chicago Bears, uh, their fans. I think it's also important to that community. Uh, um, I think, as we have seen here, um, a great stadium can host additional events. I think that's true in Chicago. Uh, I think the, the Dome Stadium that they're talking about, both downtown and also potentially in Arlington, I think those are both great opportunities that they need to explore. The good news is they've got quite a bit of time on their lease. Uh, the Bears are committed to being in Chicagoland. Uh, I talked to the mayor of Chicago recently. Uh, he wants them in the city. Arlington wants it out in Arlington. I think they'll be able to develop a proposal that will be good for the fans, but I also think it'll be great for Chicago. I, you know, Without getting deep into the politics, Cap, because that's not where we go, but I just think that if you are the mayor, whether it's Mayor Lightfoot or Mayor Johnson, you do not want that on your watch. Or whoever, whoever the mayor is, whoever is in place, or whoever the governor is in place, you don't want that on your resume like, hey, you know, the Chicago Bears were once in Chicago, and now they've gone to Arlington Heights. They don't want that on their resume, but I really believe that they're going to move. And as, as for what Roger Goodell and what Jared Payton was leading to, 
more opportunities for the Bears. Small stadium at Soldier Field, dilapidated in some ways. You're looking to be able to have multiple revenue streams in a new facility. Makes sense to me. It totally makes sense. I just question by building down here, how does that solve, other than having the dome and a nicer new stadium, all the other ancillary problems that people complain about with Soldier Field? You're not going to have like Kansas City does, miles and miles of cars tailgating in this vast space. It's awesome. Yeah. Like Arlington Heights, you got all the space you want to build your sports book, your hotel, whatever you want to put out there, you own it. You're not going to own the stadium completely down here. That's the, the city's going to be involved. Yeah. And where's the city getting the money to do all this? Not that my- stadium's $2.5 billion or more. Not my pocket. Correct. Oh, you live in the city. Guess what? Your tax bill's going up. Or the hotel tax, because that's being retired and that's what Jerry Reinsdorf's trying to be able to utilize. That money can be reallocated mm-hmm. to build a baseball stadium. Did he get the jump on the Bears? I don't know. We're going to find out. I would prefer them in Arlington Heights. I think that that's where it's going. And, and I always think about a new Bears dome, meaning that we get a Final Four, we get a WrestleMania, we'll get major events in there. And this is no shot at Rosemont because the – you know, the Allstate Arena holds a lot of events, too, but this is much bigger, a much bigger deal. Big major concerts will be there, too, and the Bears would have full autonomy of it. I don't think Mayor Johnson gets blasted if the Bears end up in Arlington Heights. It was already kind of a done deal until Arlington Heights has messed this up. Mm-hmm. He took over. Mayor Lightfoot is the one that let them get to the Arlington Heights starting line. Yeah, it was the previous regime. That is Correct. 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 You just, but you know, I know he's doing what he can to try to get that stuff. It just, listen, we all know the tradition of the Chicago Bears. And if you hold your nose and you're looking at it, it's like, I can't believe that the Bears would leave Chicago. It's business. Believe it. And I will tell you this if Roger Goodell also wants the Bears to move out of Soldier Field because they want more attendance in Chicago, again, Soldier Field is a place that we've all gone to for many, many years. Bears, concerts, College football, rugby, major cons, all the stuff, Cap. We've seen a lot of events there. But I think the NFL looks at Chicago or Chicagoland area and says, you could be a lot bigger. You could jam 70,000 people into a stadium. I think that's, I think that's feasible. 60, uh, 69, 70,000 people. Could you imagine that all that at one time with Chicago Bears fans? That would be amazing. It would be incredible if they can have Everything around it be part of the experience. Like the Bears campus. Yes. Because of all of what you just said. The hotels, the restaurants, all of that is, is part of it. So you don't have to leave. You don't need to go out. You don't have to go outside the campus. Correct. Kind of like Indianapolis is the circle, right? You don't need to well, leave the area. I want to get a Caleb Williams jersey. Yeah. All right. They got the store right there. We'll right. go in. Enclosed, warm. Beautiful. It's going to be nice. Yes. So, but the traditionalist, though, Cap, will balk at that. This is, I don't think I'd see uh, people with the picket signs. It's like, you can't leave. Chicago Bears can't leave Chicago. Once you go into a new place, it'll feel you, new and fresh. You think that if they announce they're putting it down here, Friends of the Parks isn't going to have an issue? Oh, you're <laughs> right. That's right. They have something to say about everything. That's true. Yeah. All the time. The museum, camp, museum campus, everything. Mm-hmm. They, and 
they protect the lakefront. God bless them. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe they're going to screw this up and not get it done in Arlington Heights. I believe it's going to happen. I don't believe it. I'm glad that, that Peyton asked the question, though, because Cadell made the comment, and you know he's looking for it. And I will say this again, Cap. If Roger Cadell or whoever the commissioner is, as powerful as the NFL is, because it's a, it's a juggernaut, as big as college football is and how much I love it, nothing stops the NFL. They're getting man-on-the-moon landing numbers. Not for the, just for the Super Bowl, for just conference games, wild-card games. Everyone's watching the NFL. Everybody. Man, woman, and child. And can you imagine the numbers if the Bears are really good? Oh, my God. Like 13 wins, 12 wins, headed to the playoffs, division champ. Oh, man. So if we ask the question, where do you want the new stadium? I say Arlington Heights. As I told you when this first came up, I love the idea of putting my coat in the car. I love to be able to just like, oh, I don't have to bundle up anymore. I don't have to put on the galoshes. I don't need to put that on. You know Park what? right in the garage. Walk inside. Hello, everybody. Uh, let's see. There's a Lou Malnati's there, and there's a gift shop there, and there's a place to gamble there. That's what it's about. Let's go. New amenities. That's it. That's what you're looking for. That's it. So 312-332-3776 is our phone number. And, I, and by the way, it's too bad it's either or. There's other cities that we've heard, but they're not serious contenders for the new Bear Stadium. We've heard it in the south suburbs and... Chinatown. No, like, Winnetka's like, not really a serious contender, you don't think? No. No shot. <laughs> it is not. I know Aurora was serious too far out. You don't yep. think we're getting the Waukegan Bears? Naperville. Rockford. They tried to throw their hat in the ring. Oh, God. Matson. At some point. St. Charles. St. Charles. Deerfield. No shot. No shot. Are you kidding? Not <laughs> like that. How about Inglewood? <laughs> the day the music died. We got the Manuka Bears coming your way. Wow. What happened there? All of a sudden, Jay Moore walks in the room and says Inglewood, and all of a sudden, the, the record <laughs> stopped playing. They're going to put, <laughs> put the wow. stadium in Gary. Fine. The Northern Indiana Northern. Chicago Bears. Sorry <laughs> yeah. with me. Remember that when the first Mayor Daly? Yeah. You move to Gary, you're the Gary Bears. You're not the Chicago Bears anymore. That it, well, you know what? He made a great point there. He did. There's, a, there's plenty of land. There's plenty of land to go around. That's plenty. You want to you put in Inglewood? That's fine. Save a lot stadium? Wow. I mean, seriously. This is against we can't keep you know, big box stores there. Just, just move them out. Can't have anything in the community. It's ridiculous. That's, a, that's another topic we'll talk about here on WVON. But, but, <laughs> but coming up next, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous, man. I swear to God. Chicago versus Arlington Heights. Where do you want the new stadium? Cap and I want to keep our coats in the car and walk around in our hoodies, our Bears hoodies. We do. And sit down and be comfortable. Correct. What about you? We know you love tradition, but what if? 312-332-3776 our phone number. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and on the YouTube channel. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood. You're officially locked in. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming. This is breaking news Whoa. on Chicago's home for sports, yeah. ESPN 1000. We turn now to venerable reporter, venerable reporter, David Kaplan with breaking news on Cap and Jay Hood. David. Thank you, Jonathan. Good morning, everybody. The Winter Classic is returning to Chicago. Ben Pope of the Sun-Times just reported the Blackhawks will host the NHL's annual premier outdoor game at Wrigley Field against the St. Louis Blues next season. Despite the Hawks' poor record this season, rookie phenom Connor Bedard's star power has proven to be a massive television draw, making the league and its TNT television partner motivated to get him on the biggest possible stage. The great Eddie Olchek will be on the call for that game. That is awesome. How cool is that? You say Hawks and Blues? Hawks and Blues at Wrigley. Holy jumping. There you go. (laughs) How about that, Panger? I love it. How how about that? I think that's great. Sold out. Uh, Did you say a date or do you have a date yet? You said it's the Winter Classic, so January 1st. Right around January 1. Oh, that's going to be great, Cap. Awesome. I went to the one... Several years ago, the first Winter Classic, when they did it with uh, the Red Wings yes. at Wrigley, it was so cold, but it was awesome. I, you know, and it looks great on TV. I've seen a lot of these over the years at these baseball stadiums. It looks, uh, besides Lake Tahoe, right. disaster. Uh, but, but the rest, just outstanding. They it's look great on TV. Phenomenal. That's great for Wrigley. I mean... <laughs> great for Wrigley, great for the uh, Blackhawks. So very cool. January 1st. Is that the January 1st that you and I grew up with? That might be balmy. It might be. It might. It's not going to be frigid, cold January 1st that day. I'm sure it's going to be actually nice to sit in the stands and watch the Blackhawks. Now, of course, you want to see a, a victory if you're going to sit through that. That would be awesome. Let's get tickets. Yes. Because I've never seen one in, in person. But that's got to be cool. I see it on TV all the time. It's really cool. What Sox a classic. Sox fans are coming out. Why not at White Sox Park? Huh? Why is it not at White Sox Park? That's what I'm getting the Sox fans coming at me. For what? <laughs> <laughs> There's no baseball there. Lights out, pal, in October. So long, everybody. You can't even book a Joel Olstein in that place. See you in April. <laughs> <laughs> Lights out. Are you kidding me? Bring yourself to a Bible-based church. Here, a guaranteed right field. Like, like you can't even get that. How about a comedy concert? <laughs> so long. Uh, when you're 100 losses. Goodbye. Wow. No, seriously, Cap. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, could you get more people at guaranteed rate for the... Yes, you could. For the Hawks, yes, you could. But... Going to Wrigley Field. They're it's a cash cow. Hey, man. It's a cash cow. Gallagher Way, everything else on that day? Just telling you. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. We love to hear from you, the traditionalists, when it comes to the Chicago Bears. Hey, man, we all really had a lot of fun and some disappointment and all in between at Soldier Field when it comes to the Bears. But there could be an opportunity for the Bears to move, and Cap and I feel it's going to be Arlington Heights. What, do you, what about you? Where do you want the new stadium? Uh, we go to uh, John and Long Grove on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J Hood. John, good morning. I love you guys. Good morning. Morning. I love you guys. Mm. Thank you, John. I talk to Adam and Abdullah all the time. Oh, Black do you? 
uh, yeah. great show. Yep, we love and them. I'm, I'm 25 years and first very happy, guys. Mm. I remember Kamal Yoko and Harry's show, so I'm a long, long time listener. We appreciate you, John. First, Thanks a lot, first man. Time, but first time calling in to you guys' show. One guy think I know it's not a political show, but people are leaving Chicago. People want low taxes. You ever think of the Bears ever leaving Chicago, period, like Illinois? No, that Iowa? will not happen. And the uh, commissioner already said yesterday the Bears are not leaving the area. They're- I know that, but I'm just just trying to think about it. People want low taxes. If you're going to build a new city in a city, your taxes are skyrocket. No, but people are leaving the city because of high taxes. Yeah, and the, again... Um, they're not leaving Chicago. That's just a fact. The Chicago land area is about the Bears? Correct. Yeah. And the commissioner said that yesterday to Jared Payton's question. Mm-hmm. They are not leaving the Chicago area. No, that's Marcus too. And they're important. committed to it. To the point where I told you, and I still believe in our lifetime, that the NFL will double down. We will have an AFC team in this town. We will. In our lifetime? Absolutely. You don't don't look at it like I don't look at me like that's a new take. I told you that for a while. That, you have it's going to happen. If the NFL wants you to move mountains, you better learn how to push. That's who they are, Cap. They're that big. I mean, and this is a big city. If New York, New Jersey can have two, if LA can have two, Chicago. If you're not going to put one in St. Louis, you might as well put one back in another one in Chicago. Someone's got to be able to fill the bill at Soldier Field when the if the Bears move to Arlington Heights. Correct. Get that AFC team. You don't have to, but you don't have to support it. You're a Bears fan, so am I. But I'm just telling you, there's going to be another team here. AFC. It's going to be the 325 game. Cap. The Bears have the right to block that. And, and you know what? As long as <laughs> if the commissioner's in place, he'll say. Listen, this is what's best for business. You, you think that the, the Washington Commanders like the idea that the Ravens are a team? They don't like it. That's right in that same area. It is. People will say, well, there's a difference. It's Maryland. They don't like that. Right. Absolutely not. The D.C. metropolitan area. Yeah, they don't Correct. like that. But, but, Cap, if the NFL says so, it'll happen. You don't have to support it, though. When the Chicago Amazons have a team over there. The Chicago Amazons. <laughs> Owned by on Amazon Field. Amazon Field, Soldier Field at Amazon Park, whatever they'll call it. I'm telling you, man. And don't let the Amazons get hot. Then we'll be covering two teams. Can you imagine if the Amazons came in and they were just all in to win? Yeah, get through uh, this. George? Yeah. Uh, we need to have a meeting. We need more money in the budget. What? Well, starts with like the it starts with the expansion draft. You they'll have uh, some good draft picks, and then all in. And if you are, if I'm the owner of the other team, I accentuate the positives, hide the negative. What is the Bears not doing? All right, then I do it. I do more than the Bears. I make it more attractive, even at Soldier Field. It's going to happen, Cap. The Amazons. <laughs> you don't think so, but remember when it happens. Remember I told you so. When you're sitting on a, on a beach in Florida. Remember, God, they're getting a second team in Chicago, hon. Hoodie told me that many years ago. <laughs> that was going to happen. Sugarland, Texas, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's our wealthy friend, Rob, on Cap and J Hood. Rob, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? We are awesome, man. How are you? 
Doing great. Since Cap's such a picky eater, what about a nice seafood platter for Super Bowl? A little shrimp, some crab, some caviar. Sign, I'm not a caviar guy, but sign me up for the shrimp and the crab. Yeah. Crab make claws own, in. Make your own Make your own uh, cocktail sauce with some uh, good old horseradish and Tabasco. And then in. make sure you got a big old pot of red beans and rice. You can't go wrong with that. Sounds good, Rob. You have a great day, okay, man? Well, quickly, quickly. Yeah. Uh, I see 10 wins for the Bears next year if you look at their schedule, if we're going to be optimistic. It's not that tough. That's so. it. Climb on board the big blue and orange bus. Get ready to pull out. Rob, my Great idea show, guys. Rob, my Great idea. My, my idea of seafood, Rob, would be crappie or 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 some carp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that for Karsh. <laughs> Come on down. We got plenty of those. All right, Rob. See you, buddy. We appreciate the phone call. There he is. It's Bob in Arlington Heights on ESPN one thousand. Bob, good morning. Hi, how are you doing, guys? We're good, good man. What's on your mind? We, 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 well, we, I'm glad you called because you know how to represent this topic about the new stadium. You know, we, we know you got some long thoughts on it. Well, I hope so. I'm, I don't think I'll live long enough uh, to see it, but <laughs> nonetheless. Where are you going, I think Bob? School just, where yeah. are you going? Where are you going? Where, where everybody's going. <laughs> anyway, let me talk here. <laughs> to the, to the store. I don't want to waste you your time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the school districts have a pretty myopic view on what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, look at the land that Motorola sold, this vast piece of land on the corner of Meacham and Algonquin Road. I mm-hmm. believe it's in Schomburg. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening is there's a lot of four-story multiple housing units being built. Mm-hmm. It seems like block after block of them. Now, picture that happening in the racetrack property. Mm-hmm. If they don't build a stadium... What are developers going to do? They're probably going to fill it up with these ugly-ass, four-story, multiple-connected, they call them condominiums. They're ugly, and they're going to fill them up just like they're filling up Algonquin Road uh, west of Meacham with these units. What's that do for the school districts? Well, it's going to make a burden on the school districts. Mm-hmm. It looks to me like Schomburg's going to have to have a Schomburg North High School built. And that develops more taxes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what our Arlington Heights looking at. They're going to look at a parcel of land that would produce revenue. Now it's going to produce expenses and taxes for the people. People have a short-sighted view on this, and uh, they got to look what will replace the stadium if the stadium isn't built. There. So, do most of your neighbors? feel like you do they're cool if the stadium comes there if the bears pay their fair share i believe so mm-hmm. well, we're gonna see i still I think mean, i never took a uh, survey but i believe that's the case yeah i i still can't believe that arlington Heights is gonna let this get away and screw it up i still think that's where the bears end up but we'll find out what bob just laid out there is is correct of course you'd want a stadium there. Would you rather have a stadium there that brings in a lot of revenue and economy? Or would you have a bunch of eyesores there? You talked about like the pretty much the row houses or just like condominiums that would be there. Yeah, I don't know if I would call them eyesores. I think they could build them very attractively. Well. But do you, would you rather have something that's going to bring in revenue all the time? Hotels and 
all of that tax base that's coming in or have that many more people living there on a full-time basis? I'll tell you one thing. If we were building it, it would be high eyesores for sure. No question. I was horrible at architecture in school. (laughs) It would not be good, Cap. I'm just telling you. It makes sense. The land's there. Build on it. And just build like a Bears campus. And they already own it. Yes. Because if not, what's going to be there? Correct. So it only makes sense to me. And yes, Cap, you know, those that are traditional Soldier Field Bears fans, they'd say, my God, I can't believe they're leaving. You know what? It's the price of poker, man. Things change. Things change. We've been talking about this for years on the radio, the, the what if when it comes to the Bears and a new stadium. Because of Soldier Field and the way that they have, the Park District has as much or more power than those at City Hall. It's, it's strange, the dynamic of that. But they have a lot of power, do they not? They do. They wield a ton of power. Yeah. A ton. So why not have your own? I do think the White Sox will end up in the South Loop and the Bears will end up in Arlington Heights. But we'll see. Think the Bears should play a Soldier Field too, or think you, could you imagine? First of all, they can't, they can't tear it down, correct? Right. It's a landmarked building, right? So if you build next to it, all that space that you could use for parking and tailgating and all that—that's not available to them, right? Mm-hmm. Unless I'm wrong on that, but I believe as a landmark building, you're not tearing it down, right? So. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. What makes a villain in sports? We address that coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN one thousand, the home of the Chicago Bears. Here's today's headlines. Headline with Cap and Jay Hood. Bulls back in action tonight. Two days to go before the trade deadline. Settlers get the thirty-five and fifteen Timberwolves at the United Center. Tip-off schedule for seven p.m. Bulls are a five and a half point dog. The NHL back from the All-Star break. Hawks have big news today. The 2024-25 season will have the Winter Classic, the Chicago Blackhawks, hosting the St. Louis Blues at beautiful Wrigley Field. Only jumping. How about that? The Hawks have another night off tonight before they get the Wild tomorrow. Connor Bedard is back practicing, but still not allowed any contact after his jaw injury with no word on when he'll return to the lineup. Roger Goodell announced a tweak to the opening weekend of the NFL in 2024. The Eagles open the season on Friday night, September 6th, one day after the Thursday night season opener. And the Eagles will play in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The Eagles' opponent has not yet been announced. The Bears will be the home team for a game in London. And new Commanders head coach Dan Quinn announced at his introductory press conference that they have fired former offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and they have hired Cliff Kingsbury. Jay Moore. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Glad to have you aboard here on this Tuesday morning. By the way, oh, Shay, did we hear back from an Albert Breer? Did he ever get back to you from Vegas? Nope. He was a little busy uh, cheating on us with Dan Patrick, it seems. Man. Maybe we'll catch up with him. Man, oh, super- God, all right. I don't want to suggest that. <laughs> what, do- what is he doing? Oh, right? God. Look, I hadn't thought of Albert in that way. All right. Nonetheless. Wow. Stays in Vegas. Oh. Nonetheless. He's a swinger, baby. <laughs> 
Actually, <laughs> you know what? what? I'm going to move away from this. Sidebar man approach. Brought to you yes. by Aiken Law. 3126 million for that great Howard Anka. Put that lawyer in your phone. Sign my ball. A couple little Justin Fields fun facts that we just found out. One, Justin Fields once again had the top selling jersey in the state of Illinois per lids. They've released their NFL sales data. He was one of only 10 quarterbacks to lead a state in jersey sales. Yeah. However, that list does include Mac Jones, who led both New Hampshire and Massachusetts in jersey sales. Come on, man. Damn. Read the room. <laughs> Why would you put that on? Haven't you seen the struggles? They needed, uh, they needed to fuel their fires. <laughs> it's, it's a, good it's a little expensive. You just buy wood, but... Honey, make a fire. Here's a couple Mac Jones jerseys. Good God. Justin, I understand. You you support the young man. Yeah, it's cool that Justin's jersey sells well. Caleb's will sell better, but whatever. Also, Justin Fields News, uh, DraftKings has released their next team odds. Uh, for which team will Justin Fields take his first snap in the 2024-25 NFL regular season? The favorite, the Chicago Bears, at even money, plus 100. Next up, the Atlanta Falcons, plus 140. Raiders, plus 450. And then a bunch of long shots. Yeah, the Raiders, no shot. Luke Getz, he's their OC. He ain't bringing Justin there. be funny. That would be funny. That would be great. Ah, here in Vegas, this is so great. Fresh start. And then Mark Davis says... Uh, I think we're bringing in Justin Fields. You're going to do what? Yeah, he's going to compete with O'Connell for the starting job. He is? Oh! How about if Justin said, I'd like to go play with Coach Getze? What would all the haters here say? <laughs> oh, that'd be, that would be, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. freak. A little Terry Stotts action, uh, quitting before he starts his first day on the job, like Stotts did as an assistant coach with Milwaukee. Could you imagine Justin Fields walking in? Coach, was up? Oh, God. <laughs> you? Again? You got me fired! <laughs> I mean, seriously. Wow. The but, Pittsburgh Steelers, 16-1. to 1. You want to get a little action in that, uh, Cappy? I, I like that one. Pittsburgh, 16-1. to 1. I like that. I'm shocked the Bears are even money. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. You can get an Alonzo Spellman situation with uh, Caleb, and it would just... you. Everything would just stop. Anything could happen. I like that. But I like Pittsburgh. If I was going to put us a, a few uh, shells down, I would say Pittsburgh. Could you imagine? Tomlin and Fields. Oh, God. <laughs> Father and son. Oh, That'd God. be amazing. I don't know what you did in Chicago. Standards are standards around here. Don't turn the ball over. Yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, it'd be something, man. It'd be amazing. Wow. You talking about you talking about scared straight? Fields will be just fine, thank you. Tomlin, you ain't messing around. Seriously, I, think I won ten games with that lousy roster this year. You win ten, defense. You win ten games with Justin. Put Justin on the Steelers right now, based on their personnel. How many games does Fields win? He's better than any quarterback they have. Yeah, better than Mitch. He's better than Mason Rudolph, and he's better than Kenny Pickett. He's better than Mitch. Hmm. Yes. He's better than Mitch. So how many? So how many wins? Is that? Although his numbers in Chicago are nowhere near as good as Mitch. <laughs> right. That's yes. a fact. So so ten wins. Fields with the Steelers. They turn water into wine all the time. They do. A with healthy that field. Coach? Yeah. Run all over the all over the yard. Yeah. 
and then be able to throw it down the field. Again, pro- again, same offense. He doesn't have to do a ton. So I just think that would be interesting. Um, by the way, we were talking about uh, the you know this whole comment about Patrick Mahomes, quarterback from Kansas City. Jeff Darlington was asked, uh, asked Patrick Mahomes, is he becoming a villain to other fan bases? I, d- I don't feel that at all when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Because as Shea mentioned, as a young man as Shea is, as, as a New England Patriots fan who saw Brady, he feels that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback he's ever seen. And, th- and this is not just the winning. It's about the intangibles, all the things he does at quarterback, along with the winning. He thinks that Mahomes is the best. Now, I will just tell you this. Similar to Steph Curry and Golden State, there's something about a certain athlete that you may not like because he beats your team, but you respect. And I just think that there's some athletes over the years, some teams just like, I'm so tired of this team winning. I'm so tired. And I never feel that way as a fan, Cap, because I always wanted to put pressure on the teams that I watch and I root for. That's what it looks like at the top. Can you get there? Can you have the type of coach and discipline and drafting a free agency in which you're able to flourish every year to keep a certain level of a championship medal? Can you do that? That's what I look at. Yeah, I, I look at Aaron Rodgers was a villain for sure, but he also relished that role here I in respect Green him. Bay. I respect him. I don't, I don't like that he beats the Bears, but I respect what he's done. But he came, I own you. I often own you. He, he was a villain, man, and he embraced it. Yes. Uh, John Starks with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mason with the Knicks. Rest in peace. Those guys were villains here. Bill Lane Beer and the Bad Boys. Villains. They were winners. Yeah. Yep. But they would push the line, tackle Scotty into the basket support, or get physical with Michael. Yes. They were villains for sure. It's not over the years where people now are okay with that. What's, You're telling what's, me uh, what's his name wasn't a villain to Cubs fans? The catcher, Yadi Molina? Of course. He was good. Pujols. Yep. On the baseball cathedral known as St. Louis. Right. You know, baseball gods, St. Louis. Yeah, no no one liked Molina. There was nobody on the Twins that irritated oh you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it starts with Maurer. Right. <laughs> and then it goes to Kent Herbeck and all those other, Burt Blylevin and all those guys. Yes. They Jack would, Morris. Oh, and those guys would just beat the crap out of the White Sox. Right. I hate them. Ozzie called them the piranhas for a reason. Young Shane Orling hated nobody more than Joe Maurer and Justin Morneau. Those two together, I hated them. Yeah. Hated them. I share that with you. Believe and me. Who was the relief? Come up. Line drive base hit. Who was the Again? relief pitcher they had? It wasn't Joe Nathan. It was uh, the sidearm guy. I couldn't stand him. Pat Neshek. Oh, yeah. I hated that guy. Yeah. yeah. You know who I did like on the Twins? Remember Juan Berenguer? When he would strike a guy out, he would ring him up. Remember yes. that? Yes. Guys were so mad. Yeah. Absolutely. Loved it. By the way, we should always help our audience when mm-hmm. when it comes to money. Aren't shouldn't we just should we start a parlay and just bet against the Blackhawks on the road? How many losses in a row? They are four and four twenty three and one on the road. I think they've lost twenty straight. Why are we on that? <laughs> Don't you think we should? It's a young team that's trying to trying to build. They're eventually going to win one, right? No. I, wow. I don't think so, Cap. You could do a la- what's called a ladder play. So yeah. you bet, let's call it $25 against the Hawks if they were on the road today. They're not. But 
and then that wins, you take the 50 that you now have, roll that over, and bet that. And if you start that way, like if you started with ten dollars, yeah, ten bets is ten grand. You win. Shay, you know Shay's a sna- uh, sandbagger. Shay, did you have you been betting against the Blackhawks in the row? Because it seemed like you start to parlay there on the row, twenty in a row. They have not won a road game since November 9th in Tampa. I have not been betting against. You got to lay so much to. I mean, it's like minus three hundred odds on the favorite every night. Yeah, you lose that one, you got to win four to make it up. Like their next road game is February 19th at Carolina because they have a really long homestand here. Now at that, Carolina, loss. Yeah. But that's going to be, Shay, that'll be like minus 400. Yeah, that's my gotta, point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to lay $400 to win 100. Like, the odds are horrible. In a sport where some level of randomness or a hot goalie, you're like, oh, God. So that's why I don't bother into the playoffs for hockey. I don't even bother. I watch. I don't bet a lot of hockey. No, no. I do recall someone betting a lot of hockey, and that was um, me at uh, Treasure Island, standing in in the line with Bill Simonson, who used to work here. Worked afternoons on ESPN. He was a big hockey better. Yeah, I mean, he'd take the whole schedule and just bet it. I'm like, with those odds, how much money do you think you get? <laughs> it was just weird, right? He bet the whole schedule, and I was like, okay, that's just strange. I wouldn't do that. I don't think my odds are very good. He do that all the time. It's strange. Bill Simonson, huge, huge, huge opinions. Huge yeah, huge, huge opinions. And Lou. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got the Cap and J Hood cut of the day oh, right here. By the way, real quick, Chris Black, you get the credit. Chris Black said the Bears lost landmark status in '06 after the renovation, so they can. Oh, they can move away from it. Yes. Thank, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Cap and J Hood cut of the day on Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and J Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app. Now, time for the Cap and J Hood cut of the day. It's brought to you by my friend David Fly, my friend Matt Moore, Chicago Cut Steakhouse. You have a special event, you want to have a great meal, you've got a business lunch for dinner. It's the greatest Chicago cut on LaSalle, north side of the Chicago River. Jay Bort! Yo! Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Who cares what someone physically looks like? Damn! <laughs> I cannot la- not laugh at that. Shot or no shot, if you are an NFL decision maker and you're intimidated by large people working in the NFL, you need to find a new line of work. That's a shot. Yeah, that's silly. Now, she didn't say she believes it. She said she's heard that and talked to a GM. If you are a GM or an owner and you walk in and go, that Vrabel dude's too intimidating for me. Really? Really? That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. In sports, I want you to think How about that. Can that possibly James? be a factor? I mean, it's like just look at your center. <laughs> Jeez, this dudes are huge. Now listen, I've had that problem around around uh, the business for many years. Cap, I walk around the hallways and people scurry because they're afraid when I walk through the halls. Because you're a big man. That's right. Or because you've been known to lash out walking down the halls. <laughs> oh, is that what I, oh, is that what I do? I lash out? Is that what I do? 
He's the kindliest, nicest dude going. You're uh, cuddly. Oh, no, no. No, no. When I walk down the hallways, it's ominous. The MCs, they scurry. They hide underneath the desks. MCs would be marketing consultants for those of you out there. Hide your chain. Hide your chain. Take your watch off. Yes, exactly right. They think I'm going to rob them. Wow. They think that I'm going to just take them, take them out, Cap. Clothesline them. Beat them down. Anything nice sneakers has a different uh, meaning when it comes from hoodie. <laughs> Why exactly did you go right. all the way around sales to get to the bathroom? Hood was coming the other way. Here I come. I'm afraid, I'm afraid that hoodie's going to be doing something to me. I, I gotta run. I can't. I can't take this anymore. I must run. Oh my god! And that's all, folks. Like happened, Jay Hood. Cut of the day. Brought to you by Chicago Cuts Steakhouse. Again, it's on LaSalle on the north side of the Chicago River. And when the weather's awesome, they have the single greatest patio in Chicago. It's incredible. Henry in Sherville on ESPN 1000. Hello, Henry. Henry, how are you, buddy? Hey, nice to hear you guys again. Uh, oh, Henry. Great show, as, great, great show as always. And I'm glad I could get in, uh, you know, just before in for Greeny and, uh, you know, take my victory lap on the three coaches I said needed to be fired. I looked at uh, some stats yesterday about uh, our passing uh, attack last year. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as I thought it was. But I will say that Still, Luke Getze, the wide receivers coach that was fired, and the quarterbacks coach that was fired, all inept. So I've got a bet for Cap since we're in the uh, Luke Getze defensive hour. Who Raiders do- go five. Uh, Raiders go uh, five wins or less this year. That's a no shot. Okay, what do you want to bet? Damn. Well, I guess we go sandwich bet, right? The SPM one thousand got to do a sandwich bet. All right, you make sure you drop those sandwiches off here. When they win their sixth game, you leave those sandwiches right there at security. All right, compliments to Luke Getzey. I'll put a bow on it for you, Captain. You got it. Have a great day, Henry. There you have it. So you got some sandwiches coming. Yes. (laughs) They're winning more than five games. Absolutely. But it sounds good on the radio. It does. We thank you for listening. I like the action. Yeah, absolutely. Calling in, and thanks so much for being part of our program here on Cap and Jay Hood. Thanks to Shay and Jay Moore on the other side of the glass. Waddle's coming on with us tomorrow for a Waddle Wednesday. It's going to be great. I will be off tomorrow, back in here on Thursday. Well, actually, I'm doing the afternoon show on Thursday. It's me and Waddle, you and Sylvie Thursday. Happy National Chopsticks Day, everybody. Wow. So long, everybody. Take that from Chicago.